What up, what up? And welcome back to another episode of Bach Fancy Talk. Like always, I'm your favorite host, Bach, alongside with two new guest speakers today. A lot of new guest speakers recently getting more people on the show. Before I let them talk about themselves, I'm going to talk about myself. My team is currently on a two-game win streak, and I am in the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. Everybody was counting me out, making jokes for how I have a podcast and not, I'm not doing well. Um, physically, I'm not doing well. I have a little of the HOKO virus is what I call it. I think everybody else in this room might feel the same. So, um, But we're powering through. Uh, Falcons-wise, last week was terrible. But I'm going to stop talking about myself and get into our first guest speaker, who is Matthew Horn. Matthew Horn, you can... Say what you want to say about yourself and your fantasy team. Yeah, so uh, physically, you know, we're not doing too well. That ho- that Hoka was uh, it was pretty brutal. But uh, fantasy wise, we're also not doing too well. We're uh, three and six, uh, last place in division right now. But uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Joe Burrow got a hot week. Uh, working on some trades, get get Tony Pollard off the team. Dalton Kincaid's been hot. Justin Jefferson, hopefully he's back this week, maybe next week. And then uh, we've got some good. Uh, Second half of the season in the good depth in the bench that will hopefully bring us up. All right, and uh, I'm Wesley Laborde. Thanks for having me, Bach. Um, I also have the Hoko virus, and my team is on the struggle bus right now. I've been racked by bye weeks for the past couple weeks, so I'm on my third loss streak, uh, four and five. Um, and I, my team is heavily reliant on consistency from, like, ETN, Amon Ra, TJ Hawkinson, and I just had to trade away Garrett Wilson, another one of my consistent factors for Gus Edwards um, and Gabe Davis just because I had so many buys last week. It's not looking too good. I'm trying to trade for him back. Yeah, last week I scored the most points out of anybody in the league, and I had Amon Ra and Laporta on a buy. A lot of teams scored under 100. It was really a lot of heavy buy weeks last week. I think it was what? It was Jags, Lions, Chiefs, and Broncos. Broncos isn't that big, but those other three teams are some massive teams. A lot of first and second round picks in those teams. Let me look. Bye weeks for week 10. Like always, we will review and then preview, and then we'll do a game picks at the end. I have yet to get a perfect slate of game picks so far, but I think it does not help um, when you pick the Falcons every single week. I know the Rams and the Eagles are on by. This week. This week, yes. Oh, Rams, Eagles, Chiefs, and I think there's one more. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out along the way. Thursday Night Football, Titans at Steelers. I told you last week that – Titans were not going to win this one. Will Levis actually looked good. He throws a great ball uh, just from a non-fantasy perspective. He throws an excellent ball watching that game. I watched the first half, watched the highlights. Pretty close game. I don't know how the Steelers are winning game uh, games. Derrick Henry, very solid game. That's the type of game you expect from Derrick Henry. DeAndre Hopkins, not too great of a game, but the 11 targets is exceptional, only for four re- receptions. You'll take that any day of the week because once he gets two or three more catches, completely different fantasy week for him. Steelers side of the ball, I'm still not loving everybody. Jalen Warren continues to outperform Najee Harris. Again, my favorite bust, Najee Harris, doing terrible. Deontay Johnson, really solid game. He is proving himself. He was on IR, though, which does not help, but coming off of the IR, he's doing really solid. And I think everybody in this room can be happy to say they had more receiving yards than George Pickens did this week. Should have caught that touchdown. But just not the best game from Pickens. I think I think the Steelers' strength relies in their pass catchers. Obviously, the reason Jalen Warren is so productive, he's a pass catching running back. They throw him out wide. They throw him swing plays, and Najee just is a bull rusher. I don't think the Steelers have the line for bull rushing. But um, obviously, Kenny Pickett's not like a franchise QB, but he knows how to get the ball out. And Deontay Johnson found the first found the end zone for the first time since like 
I think it was 2021. I think it was 2021, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's really good to see. I have him. He's been productive. I love it. Uh, heading into the Frankfurt game, not the Munich game. I actually have seen the Munich Stadium. It was really nice. But they're in Frankfurt back-to-back weeks. Tua took Vailoa. Did not have his best game. Unfortunately, he had that fumble at the end. I actually watched this game a lot. I found a spot at the Falcons game and watched this. I did go to the Falcons game. Probably the worst Falcons game in my entire life I've ever been to. Raheem Mostert's back. If you can try and trade him away for any value, I think it's the time to. A-Chain's coming back. They're on a bye week. His value is really low, so you can buy him for cheap. It's just a weird situation. Just know his production is going to 100% go down soon. Tyreek Hill solid. Waddle went down for a little bit. He's been a bust this year. No, no matter what, he's been a bust. He has not been doing well, not for that second-round pick. And a lot of those second-round receivers aren't too hot. I know T. Higgins is starting to get better, but not. I don't want T. Higgins getting better in Week 8. I want him getting better in Week 1. Jalen Waddle isn't doing well. Lave has been doing all right, not the best. And those are kind of those guys around that area. Devontae Smith hasn't been, do, been doing too great. DK Metcalf hasn't been doing too great. So we'll review again like at the end of the year. But we're kind of in the midseason where we can know, all right, this guy's a bust. This guy's doing this. And also, it's the midseason. You can't look like I can't. I have Bijan. I'm tired of Bijan. I can't look at Bijan and be like, all right, this guy's my first round pick. He still has first round pick value. I have to look at it as, all right, this guy's a high end RB2, really low end RB1 when trading away for him or trading for him. Uh, beginning of the Chiefs side of the ball, Mahomes has not been doing great. This is why I said you don't pick quarterbacks early in drafts because Mahomes is not doing great. Uh, he's all, still the QB3, but he hasn't had his bye week yet. And Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts are performing him, performing better than him as they did last year as well. Pacheco has been very disappointing recently. Uh, Kelsey just had a bad game. That's just going to happen. In the Chiefs receiving room, it looks like 12 guys got a reception, which is not what you want, especially from a fantasy perspective from the Chiefs. I did not watch any of these 1 o'clock games, but I can tell you that the Seahawks and Ravens game was not even close. I don't, yeah, did you watch that game? Yeah, I was I was watching that game. Um, I have Gus Edwards on my bench. That is a p- player I think you should sell high right now because he had five touches on the ball, I believe. Five touches and 17 points with two touchdowns. If people, if you can trade him away for a high value and they're not really paying attention to his stats, he's going to go down, especially with uh, Mitchell, I believe, having such a good game. Um, and I think Gus Edwards is, if you have him, it, it could be a good way to sell high, especially because he's just a touchdown monster, but he's not getting those touches. And I think, uh, built off what Wesley just said, you know, Ravens didn't trade for a running back up towards the deadline. They chose to stick with Keaton Mitchell. Basically hasn't played a snap all season until this week. Performed well, great, great points. And I think you're going to start to see a lot more of him this year. And I think that's what the Ravens are going to be wanting to do is start to build up, you know, undrafted rookie, under-the-radar guy, performs really well. I think he's got a, like a 4 3 7 40 time, like fast guy, uh, be a lot like what Akane is uh, for the Dolphins. I think Ravens are going to replicate that. Yeah, building off that, Gus Edwards had 14 snaps this week. Justin Hill had 48. And Keaton, how do you say that, Keaton Mitchell? I don't know, we'll go with Mitchell. 14 snaps, but I read something that said he did get Mitchell did get first half snaps, so he's probably the best waiver wire pickup this week because the waiver wire reality is not that good this week. It's more yeah, of just streaming mm-hmm. defenses, and if you need a quarterback, you'll get a quarterback. But definitely a guy to keep on the bench. But I think Justice Hill is 100% a guy to watch for. And there's I might trade Taysom Hill for him because I don't need Taysom Hill, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, Seahawks JSN starting to become not a flex play, but definitely a considerable bye week flex play. Seven targets, six receptions. 
DK Metcalf, again, bust category and Lockett. Just a little disappointing, but for that seventh and eighth round tag you picked for Tyler Lockett, it's kind of expected. I played against Lamar Jackson this week, and I did not know how he did not score a touchdown. I was so excited. Guess Edwards, like Wesley said, had two touchdowns. Mitchell, efficient game, but it's kind of out of the reach. Mark Andrews has been excellent this year. Should have picked him, but I did not. Arizona and Cleveland, I don't even think we should talk about Arizona. You just can't grade this game. I think we can talk about, though, the future for Arizona. We'll preview Arizona because we won't talk that much about them in the previous. Kyler Murray most likely will be coming back. James Conner also will most likely be coming back this week. Of course, it's against the Falcons. Uh, but Marquise Brown's value is definitely going to go up. James Conner is still a great play no matter what their record is. I wouldn't start Kyler off the bat unless you have a guy on a bye week this week and you really need a guy. Just because it's a little risky off an ACL. He'll be a little timid. The Falcons actually aren't the worst worst players on defense, but not the best defense as a team. Just such a bad game from the Cardinals. Uh, the Browns defense, I wasn't even surprised when I played against them. They got 23 points. I expected that. Deshaun Watson did solid, but I hope he does solid against the Cardinals. Uh, Cream Hunt got in the end zone again. Jerome Ford is just inefficient, but he had a ton of receptions, so you definitely got to consider that and play him. Amari Cooper finally had his fourth-round pick game. Other than that, just kind of a bland game to talk about. Not much to say. Buccaneers, and you want to talk about the Browns I mean, game? yeah, I think just Browns defense really showed up. Uh, I think looking into that game with Josh Dobbs gone, it's kind of what you expect a little bit from Arizona. Um, I mean, only, what, 53 total offensive yards? For the yeah, Cardinals? It was like, yeah, eight, it was probably less than 150 for sure. I mean, horrible performance offensively for them. Brown's defense was just dominant the whole game. I don't think their offense really had to do too much to put that game away, and we saw it, like, complete shutout. Yeah. So. Buccaneers and Texans. Baker did solid. I'm so confused looking back at the box score and how the Buccaneers scored 37 points. I didn't watch the game. I think there, there really wasn't many turnovers, so I think it was just – Nice, fun little shootout. Maybe special teams changed something. Rashad White doing excellent. Uh, Baker did solid. Mike Evans hasn't been what he was in the start, but I told you that was going to happen. Kate Odden, definitely a guy to consider, especially with all these tight ends on bye and all these tight ends just not being well. Disappointing game from Godwin. Seriously disappointing. But I think he'll get back to consistency like he has always been in the past. And I think on the Texans side, I don't, I don't want to say – 100% go with C.J. Stroud, but he looked smooth. He no, was, you 100% should go with Stroud. His, like, throws a great ball, stands yeah, in there, he's confident. He's smooth. It's a great, it's a well-built team. And he too. has an insane wide receiver core. I mean, Tank Dell, Nico Collins. Who was the guy with the long hair that in, like, the fourth quarter had a bunch of I think you're pitches? thinking of Noah Brown. That's probably one of the better waiver yeah. wire pickups this week. Yeah, Noah Brown looked good. And, I mean, that's against a Buccaneers secondary. The Buccaneers secondary might not be amazing, but they won a Super Bowl two years ago. I mean, the Bucs no, won three years, three years yeah. ago. I mean, that, that they obviously have some of those guys. Like, that's not an awful secondary. And to light them up with 470 yards and five touchdowns, that's pretty dang good, I'd say. Yeah. Great game from Schultz. He's actually proven himself, tanked out. I yeah. mean, everybody did well. Everybody got in the end zone, so it's a great game from everybody. Excellent game from Stroud. Kind of funny, Nate Hayes played – he had Stroud on his team and still lost to a guy, <laughs> to Harpering, who didn't even play a quarterback. Um, Bears and Saints. Deontay Foreman is getting all the reps, but Khalil Herbert is coming back, so I hate to shoot you all down on that. Darnell Mooney did solid. DJ Moore has been doing all right, not the best. You're still going to keep him in your lineup, and especially this week because he's playing um, on Thursday night, and, of course, I'm playing DJ against DJ Moore this week, so I'm expecting a touchdown from him this week. Cole Komet 
Amazing game. You got to love what Cole Komet's doing. He actually proved me wrong when I said his contract was terrible, and he's playing really well and efficient. Saints side of the ball. I said last week Derek Carr was not the worst start. Looks like he got about 15, 16 points. Really solid game from him. I said start Taysom Hill. I said he's my play of the week. He's going to get you a touchdown at least. He did. He got you not one but two touchdowns. 11 carries out carried Kamara. Saints are not the most well-coached team in the last two minutes, and I think Wesley can agree. Uh, but I'm going to give it over to Wesley and let him talk about the Saints for a little because he is, unfortunately, a Saints fan. I'm sorry, but he is a Saints fan. Yeah. He got raised wrong, but you can talk about the Saints. I will say that offensive coordinating is not there. They have plenty of weapons. Chris Olave, Juwan Johnson just came back from an injury. Alvin Kamara, Rashid Shahid, obviously, it's a long ball play. They didn't need him this week, but if they do, he's like a very – like if you have a massively underdog team – bunch of buys and you need someone who could pull out 20 points throw in Rashid Shahid the worst that could happen is he gets four the best he gets 30 um but I think the Saints defense is all also always a pretty safe play if they're playing mid-tier teams because they're they lead the NFL in interceptions right now I think they have 12 so you're not going to get negative points with the Saints defense um other than that there's nobody in the Saints offense who is extremely consistent Chris Olave is getting there but he's still only getting single digit um reception so he kind of splits duties with um with michael thomas so i don't think either of them is a clear wide receiver one but either one of those two is a solid solid player vikings and falcons uh watched the whole game it was terrible i wasn't gonna come on here and say that if jaron hall didn't if jaron hall did not go down the falcons would have won but now i'm looking at this box score and jaron hall was five for six for 78 yards but he definitely lost his job josh dobbs is definitely a guy to play in the upcoming weeks we'll see who he plays this week not the best. Cam Akers towards Achilles again. So that means Madison's still going to be in a low-end RB2. He did catch a touchdown and did catch a really, really long pass. Addison actually did really solid. So did Hawkinson. Definitely guys are still going to play at your flex and you have to play Hawkinson and your tight end because you probably don't have any other tight end. Falcons side of the ball, uh, just just the play calling is really bad. Honestly, Heineke isn't much better than Ritter looking at it. I mean, I lo- I'd rather have Heineke, but the thing is you want Ritter to have a higher ceiling. It's just a bad situation. I think the best move for the Falcons at this point is fire Arthur Smith, go get the Lions offense coordinator and Ben Johnson doing great things there. The Honestly, the same type of offense and same type of position group. Like the line's the same. Uh, the receivers are kind of the same. Running backs are the same. Definitely something to look into if you're the front Falcons front office. Uh, Bijan, the one big run he had, he fumbled. All of his targets are basically uncatchable. He had one tar- He had like one little jet pass where they counted as a reception. Thank God. Um, two fumbles on the year. Same. Just not. Just not. Just not a good. Just not a good team. Not well coached. Not winning at home when you should be winning games. This team, honestly, if they are playing at their best, could be six and three, seven and two. It's just, just disappointing. Johnu Smith is still a guy you can play. Kyle Pitts. I'm. D- I'm done with Kyle Pitts. I don't even have him on my fantasy team, and I'm just done with him. I'd, I'd rather just trade him. Uh, Van Jefferson played a lot. Matt Collins went down with an ankle. Cordero Patterson went down with an ankle, but he came back. It, it's just frustrating how Bijan isn't getting goal line carries either. Uh, if anybody wants to say anything, they can say something. But I'm I'm just now so worked up about the Falcons. I want to I, I want to get away from. I him. think yeah, I think the Falcons and the Saints are in the same boat in that they they both have very good players, but the coordinating is just atrocious on both teams. It, like it's just a mess. I mean, the Saints don't show any creativity. 
the Falcons. Uh, I mean, I don't really. I try to avoid watching Falcons games if possible. But I don't blame you. Yeah, uh, the Saints just lack creativity. They have a, a traditional coordinator, which doesn't work in in the NFL that we see today. And the Falcons are in a similar boat. So those teams, you just got to wait for them to get their act together on offense. Yeah. Uh, Packers Rams last minute I decided to play the Packers defense because Matthew Stafford Stafford wasn't starting and my defense before was the Chargers Chargers ended up getting 26 but when the defense gets 12 or more that's a really good sign you can't grade this game with Cooper Cup and Puka it's just a bad game like this week was just such a bad week bad quarterbacks were playing it was just just a bad bad fantasy week in general uh, Packers side of the ball. Aaron Jones actually is back. I'm done with Christian Watson. He's the biggest bust of all time. I never. I can't believe I fell for that trap. I can't believe in the draft room I sat there and like, all right, I'm gonna pick Christian Watson over Brandon Ayuk. I can't believe that. Uh, but Aaron Jones looks really good. Other than that, there's really just no value on either of these teams. Besides, I mean, obviously, you know, Puka and Cooper Cup are going Stafford plays, but just the Packers. The only guy you really can play, from my opinion, is Aaron Jones. And I, I don't think y'all would. Disagree. No, even then, he's not the most consistent running back. That's like an RB2 for me. Yeah. Commanders and Patriots. Ramondre Stevenson finally played like my third round pick. Actually got in the end zone. Horn is a Patriots fan, I believe, right? Yeah. I don't know how you watched that game. Sam Howell is actually not the worst fantasy quarterback. I think he's QB8. No. Yeah. He hasn't had his bye week yet, so, but he's still really high up there. Terry McCorn's solid. He'll be a good option this week against the Seahawks. Jahan Dotson. Gets in the end zone a lot. I feel like we, every time I talk about him, he's in the end zone. Uh, Ramondre, solid game from him, though. But I'll let Horn kind of take over about the Patriots. But Juju Smith-Schuster actually had, didn't have the worst game besides that drop pass at the end. I mean, when, you've got, when you're starting Terry at flex, it's good to see him. I mean, it did mid for me, 12 points. We're 3-6 we're and six right now, so we'll take what we can get. But um, just from a pass fan, like, I, it, it's time to just start – tanking for next year Mac Jones needs to be gone I mean going for it on fourth down like wide open pass completely like just not on the money receivers are open we don't have receivers as a team like Bill Belichick I did great stuff back in the 2010s with Tom but it's it's time for Bill to retire we need we need to start living in the present actually I was talking to like some guy about the Patriots and I think the problem it's not Bill Belichick as a coach is that Bill Belichick's probably the worst general manager in the league. And I think you can agree with that. He's terrible. They haven't been drafting great, and they're just just such a mid-team just in general. Uh, Colts and Panthers, I was split-screening this game with YouTube TV. I actually like that, but I was split-screening it between this game and the Cowboys game. And I saw Bryce Young throw a second pick six, and I immediately, right after he threw that, switched over to the Cowboys game and watched the rest of the Cowboys game. Um, Josh Downs went out, unfortunately. Pittman, like I said, has been solid. Jonathan Taylor saw a season high in snaps. I'll double check what that was, but I believe it was in the 60s or 70s, which is a season high. You'll take it. That's the guy you picked in the second, third round if you're an idiot and you picked him. I told you not to pick him, actually. <laughs> Some people better remember that. Uh, Panthers side of the ball. Just what, what's going on with Miles Sanders is just unfortunate, just just bad. It's just bad coaching, bad team in Carolina. Uh, Adam Thielen a little disappointing. Miles Sanders is just a bust, and I'll, I'll let Wes. Wes, you want to say anything? Yeah, I have. I have Thielen. the The general consensus around the fantasy pros, from what I've heard, is that they they think stick with him. They think the Panthers just had a bad game, but Bryce Young is really not looking good in my eyes. Like he's got me worried for Adam Thielen's value. Um, Thielen got like almost all of his points on the last drive just because they started throwing screen plays to him. I think going into the fourth quarter, he had one point. Um, so he's got me worried, and 
Thielen is literally the only person on Carolina that's worth having on your roster. Yeah, and definitely, definitely a good, still a good play though. Yeah, still yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Especially like wide receiver two flex. Yeah. All right, Giants and Raiders. I, I don't even know how I can grade the Giants game. I, I, they're bad. <laughs> they're so bad. Like, it's actually bad. Saquon. I mean, you're going to play Saquon because you picked him in the first round, but it's just such a bad team. Both their quarterbacks on IR. I, I'm not even going to talk about the Giants. Raiders, I expected this. I mean, I said last week it was going to be a blowout. Josh Jacobs, really well. Jacoby Myers, he got in the end zone. I'll take it. Devontae Adams is a bust. I know he's wide receiver 14, but he hasn't had his bye week, and he had a 140-point game. Just got to say it, he's a bust. Uh, Jacoby Myers is still a solid play, though. And Aiden O'Connell actually – all you got to do is manage the game, but there's a lot better vibes. I saw some clip today of Devontae Adams talking to the uh, NBA referee, and he said, or WNBA, something like that, and he said he thought the atmosphere is awesome. He thought the team's getting so much better, and he loves what's going on. So I think that's a great thing for the Raiders. Uh, Cowboys and Eagles, I said last week's 100% start Dak Prescott, 30 points again. Probably the best trade I've ever made in fantasy is 2-2 Atwell for Dak Prescott. That was a really good Yeah, trade. that's a fleece. Yeah. Uh, Tony Pollard, he's not doing well, but they're playing the Giants this week, and I'm playing against Tony Pollard, so he's going to score a touchdown next week. Uh, Jake Ferguson is definitely a tight end to play. The tight end room is so bad. Disappointing game from Brandon Cooks. I was really high on him. He was wide open on a touchdown, and Dak didn't throw it to him. But C.D. Lamb's your first-round pick and 100% the guy you want. Jalen Hurts, been incredible. I think there's one game where he scored under 20 points, and it was like 17 points. He's been incredible. Swift. Not his best game heading into the bye week. Hasn't got that touchdown. But when Gainwell seals a touchdown and then you get on the one, you know they're going to do the little cute little tush-push and get Jalen Hurts in the end zone. Devontae Smith, luckily he got in the end zone, solid 14. And A.J. Brown did not keep his 125-yard streak going, but he got a touchdown, and he's still, what, the wide receiver two at this point. So not the worst game from him. And then we will move on to Sunday Night Football, Bills and Bengals. Uh, I was really invested in this game because my fantasy game was coming down to it. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, pretty consistent. First-round pick, guy you expect. Alden Kincaid, 100% should be in your lineup. Even as a flex, he should be in your lineup. At this point, he's a wide receiver, too. Uh, James Cook, disappointing, really disappointing recently. Joe Burr, he's back. He said last week, start Joe Burrow. Start T. Higgins. Jamar Chase went down with, I think, a chest or back injury. He should play on Sunday, but if he does not, T. Higgins is through the roof. And Joe Mixon actually is starting to play very, very solid. Uh, Monday Night Football, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> the, all of these games are so bad. I don't know how we can keep talking about them. Austin Eckler got in the end zone twice. Keenan Allen didn't get the ball that much because the Jets are a good defense, and they were winning. I think that's all I'm going to say. And we'll see if he was to say anything. Yeah, there's there's really nobody on the Jets. Um, Zach Wilson got a amazing 7.2 points, which is all honestly so did um, Justin Herbert got seven points too. That was just a running game, um, and Brees Hall's solid, obviously, but he only gets ten points on Monday Night Football. It's not very good. Garrett Wilson against is, a bad Chargers. Yeah, against a very bad Chargers defense. Garrett Wilson is also solid. I I think of him as a as a low tier flex just because the QB is such a mess. Zach Wilson, sure he can pull good games out, but at the end of the day, he's like, I view him at the same level as Bryce Young. Yeah, maybe even fair. lower, honestly. Yeah. yeah. All right, we will preview Week Ten. I'm gonna be just saying, guys, and if y'all have any other players you want to mention, throw in there. Panthers, Bears, Thursday Night Football, the most exciting game probably all week. Um, 
Adam Thielen, Chubba Hubbard, and DJ Moore, and Cole Komet, actually, for the Bears, and Fields if he plays. Uh, Sunday morning football, Colts and Patriots. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, Michael Pittman, Ramadre Stevenson. I think that's really it. Unless, Horn, you think anything else? Or you no. agree? I mean, the only player of worth of value on Patriots offense is Ramadre Stevenson right now. Yeah. So. Texans and Bengals. Stroud, Nico Collins, Dalton Schultz. Bengals, Joe Burr, Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase if he plays. Saints and Vikings. I think Derek Carr is a solid play. Alvin Kamara, Chris Olave, and Taysom Hill. Vikings. I don't think Dobbs this week. I think the hype dies down. I'm just going to go yeah. Addison and Hawkinson. And I would also say to avoid the, like, I, I know the, the Vikings were picking on some of their, like, wide receiver three, wide receiver fours this week. The Saints have a pretty deep secondary. Maybe I'm saying that because I'm a Saints fan, but genuinely they, they tend to lock down every, everyone except for, like, the main wide receivers. Um, so I would avoid playing the the like the shallower players on the Vikings. Yeah, I mean Besides just in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Besides Addison and Hawkinson. Uh, Packers and Steelers. Aaron Jones and Deontay Johnson. That's really it. Yeah. Uh, Titans and Bucks. Derrick Henry. DeAndre Hopkins. I think Will Levis isn't the worst play this week. Buccaneers. I think Rashad White, Mike Evans, Godwin, and definitely Auden is definitely worth a play in your lineup. 49ers, Brock Purgy, CMC, Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, the usual yeah, a lot five. Of, a lot of players yeah. on there. Yeah. Jaguars, Kirk, Te- Trevor Lawrence, ETN, Calvin Ridley, Evan Ingram. Going to be a fun game. Should be a shootout, but for some reason, games in Jacksonville are always low scoring. I don't know why, but the over-under is 45.5, so definitely be a high-scoring game. Browns and Ravens, going to be an exciting one. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Actually, I wouldn't play Deshaun Watson this week. I would not. Play Amari Cooper because someone's got to catch the patch, passes. Raven side of the ball, Lamar, Gus Edwards, Zay Flowers, and yeah. Mark Andrews. Um, it's kind of a weird game because those, those are two really good defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcons and Cardinals, you got to play Bijan at this point. And if Drake London plays, play him. Cardinals side of the ball, I'd say James Conner if he plays, unless they say he's going to be on a snap count and Marquise Brown. Lions and Chargers, this game will 1,000% be a shootout. Jared Goff, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, Amon Ra, and Laporta. Chargers, Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Wesley Hugo. Yeah, uh, what are y'all's thoughts on David Montgomery? I have him on my team. Okay, so I think at this point coming off a of bye week, he's 100% going to be rested. I think you're a little concerned with how well Jameer Gibbs is playing. I think yeah. his receiving work's going to be taken away, but at the end of the day, they paid him three years, $18 million, so they're going to give him the ball yeah, yeah and at this point in the Chargers he's going to be a little touchdown dependent but I think the Lions are such a good team that they're going to be want to be running the ball with one of their heavy ground and pound guys yeah I think you're still going to play him moving forward yeah. like well, you, there's not a point where you wouldn't play him and if he busts one week that's just normal but I think you should definitely play him in your lineup I traded him away for basically I traded away David Montgomery for T against Jacoby Myers but that was yeah. what I had to make because I have well, H&M that's not a bad move yeah. so yeah uh, but I think you definitely play Dave Montgomery. Uh, Chargers, oh, we already said the Chargers. Giants and Cowboys, just play Saquon. It's going to be a really bad game. Uh, Cowboys, Dak, Pollard, and CD. Commanders and Seahawks, Sam Howell, Terry McLaurin, Brian Robinson. Seahawks, I think you should play Geno this week. That wouldn't be the worst play. Geno, Kenneth Walker, who has been very, very disappointing. I guess you can go DK. I, would, I don't really want to play Lockett, but the Commanders are really bad. Hmm. All right, Jets and Raiders. 
just Garrett Wilson. It's, these are just such bad games. Yeah. It's just such a bad time for fantasy. Let's take it away. I, I, well, I have, a, I have a question to pose for both of you. What are y'all's defensive picks for this week? Because there are some really bad matchups. We're going to do – can we do those after? Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. Um, je- and I have, I have definitely the, the Jets. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, I genuinely think the Raiders are gonna go off against the Jets. Yeah, it'll definitely. But it's a bad, it's a bad Sunday night football game. Yeah. Uh, Raiders, Josh Jacobs. You got to play Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Monday night football, Broncos and Bills. Oh my God, these, it's just such a bad. It's such, just so hard yeah. to say you can confidently play these guys. Yeah. Because all I these agree. teams are on bye weeks, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's like the Dolphins are saying everybody. Broncos, I guess put in Javante Williams and Coral and Sutton. Bills, Josh Allen, James Cook. Stay away from Gabe Davis. This is I played Gabe this Davis. This is the week Gabe Davis gets in the end zone. Though. Actually, yeah, this is the week he drops 20. I played yeah. him last week for zero points. Uh, uh, teams on bye this week, Chiefs, Rams, Dolphins, and Eagles. A lot of good fantasy teams. Uh, defenses I like this week, uh, I guess Panthers and Bears if you really need one. Um, Colts and Patriots. We'll go Saints as well. We'll go Packers and Steelers. We'll go Titans. We'll go f- not the 49ers. Bra- definitely the Ravens and mm, probably not the Browns. Falcons for sure. Not the Lions or the Chargers. 100% the Cowboys. Uh, Seahawks as well. The Jets and Raiders and the Bills on Monday Night Football. We'll get to the game picks of this week. Thursday Night Football. All right. I've got one question for you guys. Okay. Let's hear it. Cleveland and Baltimore. Or this is more of a Cleveland question in general. We're seeing a lot of Kareem Hunt not getting a lot of yardage, but getting points. Is it worth keeping the play, you know, maybe he's a low-end RB2 flex play just for that goal line guy, or do you switch to someone new? I would switch to someone new this week because the Ravens are a really, really good defense. And, I I mean, obviously the Browns are going to have to score, but I would not bank on Kareem Hunt getting the end zone this week. Yeah, I agree. Uh- I mean, the Ravens have a good defense backed by Kyle Hamilton, so, you know, they're going to be doing well. <laughs> Maris legend. Uh, then we'll do – I got a question posted me on the Instagram. Should Arthur Smith be fired? And yes. I think right now, no, because the problem is if you fire him, you're going to have to fire Ragnow too, and at that point, who's calling plays? So, But if Arthur Smith loses to this Cardinals on Sunday, Arthur Blank is way too old to not fire him. So that's my take. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, the Falcons are just a mess. I mean, you I don't, don't know. Have to tell me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they. Str- I think they, they just struggle. Like they struggle too much on offense and defense to where you can blame it on one coordinator or another. Like with the Saints situation, you can blame that on the offensive coordinator because our defense is doing well. Um, Dennis Allen is a defensive coach, but I, I agree. I think the Falcons is just like a rounded issue. Yeah. Of play calling. I think and just like that. there's too many weapons for the Falcon that the Falcons have for them not to be performing like a top five, top six NFL team, and. I, I think, yeah, as Box said, like, against a Cardinals team that is probably one of, if not the worst team in the NFL, there should be no reason why both sides of the ball shouldn't be performing well this week. Yeah, and the thing is with the Falcons is the team is built around Arthur Smith's play calling, so there's no excuse for it. Like, sure, you put up 28 points, but you also kicked four field goals. You weren't scoring touchdowns in the red zone. That's That was the problem. Also... It's not the fact that the offensive weapons are good. It's the fact that all the offensive weapons were picked inside the top eight, and one of them was picked inside the top four. And Mac Hollins is really good. This team is built around running the ball. The offensive line is great. 
and they spent money in free agency on these guys just to have the exact same record as last year with a way easier schedule. Last year, the Falcons were bottom five in schedule. This year, they were top five in easiest schedule. It's just there's no excuses. So before I get worked up, <laughs> let's move to game picks unless anybody has any non-Falcons questions. Thursday Night Football, Panthers against the Bears. I'll take the home team. Give me the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. I just there's nothing for Carolina. I, I totally agree. Carolina doesn't have a run a run game. Colts and Colts and Patriots and Frankfurt Stadium in Germany. Give me the Colts. I'm gonna have to disagree there. I'm I'm gonna stick to the Pats. You know, I, I think we're I think I've just got a good feeling about it. Mac Jones playing in Germany. I don't know. Something feels right about it. I'm gonna go with the Patriots because. Um, Gardner is it Gardner Minshew? Correct. Looked very poor um, in the Colts game. He he they won because of their defense, and I don't think their defense can pull that out off again. Texans at Bengals. Great game from Stroud last week, but I'm not giving it to him this week. Give me the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals at home too. I mean, yeah, Stroud's not he about great game, but that's not sustainable against a much better team than yeah. yeah. It's a shootout, but I'm taking the Bengals. Saints at Vikings. Game last week from Joshua Dobbs was really cute, but now Saints got film. Give me the Saints. I'm uh, I'm taking the Saints too on this one. Yeah, Saints all the way. Uh, the Saints always, you know, produce fireworks against the Vikings. Get Kamara's five touchdowns a few years ago. Minneapolis miracle. It's gonna be a good one. Yeah, Packers at Steelers. Somehow this is gonna be the worst six and three team of all time for the Steelers. Unfortunately, give me the Steelers. Give me the Steelers. Steelers are gonna tear it up. Titans at Buccaneers. I think the Buccaneers are too good to not lose this game at home. Give me the Buccaneers. It's got to be Bucks. Uh, I think I think Will Levis. He's going to be a good talent, but uh, I just don't think like with the weapons he has this year or lack of weapons this year and outside of. Line, yeah. mm-hmm, I mean, this just isn't the year for them yet. Yeah, I don't know how good Green Bay's pass rush is, but it doesn't even have to be that good. I'm taking Green Bay. 49ers at Jacksonville. I feel like it's going to be a low-scoring game. One of these teams, the Jaguars have been on track. 49ers have been off track. For some reason, the NFL schedule has been doing a really good job of teams after bye weeks playing each other. But give me the 49ers. Got to take 49ers. Uh, even, like, just <coughs> – there's that hook, hook off. Yeah. Uh, a lot of weapons on that offense. I think they've got to get something together, I think. I just think, uh, no, off off that bye week, right? Mm-hmm. Get something, you know, get some rest, much needed rest, get back get back on track. I mean, I know Purdy was driving tractors over his bye week, but he has not been playing well recently. So I'm taking the Jags. They're rolling. Browns at Ravens. This game's not even going to be close. Give me the Ravens. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree there, you know. Even though Lamar Jackson, like, or Lamar Jackson had a, not a bad performance last week, but, I mean, from a fantasy perspective, only what? Fantasy perspective was bad. Bad performance fantasy-wise. Um... <clears throat> I just think Cleveland's defense, it's looking really good. <coughs> Cleveland defense looked really good against Arizona, even though it was Arizona. Um, I think they carry that momentum in the next week. I think they take down Baltimore in a tight divisional matchup. I'm taking the Ravens. They're steamrolling people right now. Falcons at Cardinals. Bounce back game, like always. Give me the birds. It's got to be Falcons. I'm taking the not the Falcons. I'm taking the Cardinals. Oh. James Conner legacy game, baby. No snap count. He's going to tear him to shreds. Lions at Chargers. I'll take the team that's coming off the bye week and did not play on Monday Night Football. Give me the Lions. Taking the Lions. Just, uh, I think, a lot more weapons offensively than Chargers have. It's going to be an offensive game. It's going to be a shootout. 
Uh, yeah, give me the Lions. Lions are too stacked. I'm taking Lions. Cowboys at Giants. Just give me the Cowboys. Cowboys. As much as I'd love to see a Giants like miracle, the Cowboys are going to demolish them. Commanders at Seahawks. This game's going to be a lot closer than people think. Seahawks got embarrassed. They'll bounce back. Give me the Seahawks. I like the way Sam Howell played, even though it uh, was against not the not the best New England team. I think he's got he's got a lot of good options on offense. I think they carry they carry that momentum into into Seattle. Uh, Seattle's just not looking too good right now. Really uncomfortable on the ball. I th- give me give me the Commanders. Yeah, I agree. I think the Washington looked solid. Obviously, they win they didn't win, but Seahawks are not good. So I'm gonna take Commanders. Jets at Raiders, probably the biggest coin flip game we've come across so far. It's gonna be a weird game. Give me the new look Raiders. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's a coin flip. Uh, honestly, if the Jets defense shows out, I think Jets win this. Um, if they don't, then I think Josh Jacobs. You know, Josh Jacobs got some good performance last week. He could run all over. New York and uh, make this a blowout. So, I mean, I'll, I'll take the Raiders at home. I mean, I've got a Zach Wilson third quarter comeback in this one. He's due. He's going to be angry this week, so I, I'm taking the Jets. Broncos at Bills. I mean, it's obvious who I'm going to pick. Give me the upset of the week. Let <laughs> Russ cook. Give me the Broncos. Come on. <laughs> Let's ride. No, uh, I started Russ over 50% of my league last year. Team name was, uh, you know, Broncos country. Let's ride. So, we're taking the Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos. Oh I don't like God, I don't like how the Bills are looking right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm still salty about Gabe Davis, but no run game. Broncos have a good team. They're off a of bye week too. Off a of bye week. I'm taking Broncos. I like that uh you know the the Russ Corton Sunk connection. It's starting to pan it's out. It's there. It's, I hate it's the Russ good. Connection. I can't believe I picked Judy in the fourth round. I'm just gonna say no. that. Yeah. I think Broncos probably should have traded Judy away, worked on Corton, but mm-hmm. you know. I mean, unless the Bills rely on Deontay Hardy and Latavius Murray, their two uh, best players yeah. from New Orleans, then they'll they'll win. All right, like usual, we're getting you out of here in under 40 minutes. Wesley and Matthew Horn, any last words? Who dat? All right. Like always, I'm your favorite host, Bach. If you not follow us on our Instagram, at Bach Fantasy Talk, please do. Thank you for so much for listening. And like always, we will see you next time.